Today is April 29th, and this is the 59th episode of the MMA Mike podcast. We're back at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada on May 1st. This weekend, Saturday, we will have UFC Fight Night Reyes versus Prokecha. And this main event, I will say, I don't know where I'm going to you know, go as far as a pick. I think it's a very intriguing main event we have in the light heavyweight division between Dominic Reyes and Yuri Prokecha. Um, so I'll start off by giving my breakdown on it. And, you know, for Dominic Reyes coming off of two losses, you know, he had a, the performance of his life against John Jones. Unfortunately, the judges didn't think he did enough and he got the loss and then, you know, took some time off. Uh, he was away from the game a little bit. And then, you know, when they made the, the fight between Reyes and Jan Blachowicz for the title, he just didn't look that great, you know, and maybe you got to credit Jan and Jan had a amazing performance and, uh, you know, put the, put the brakes on Reyes and, uh, you know, Reyes just didn't look that good. Now Reyes has had a little bit of time to go back to the drawing board. I mean, he's only 12 and two, you know, it's not like he's really been, uh, having a crazy amount of fights. So, you know, maybe he went back to the drawing board and really fixed things up. And uh, we could see a really motivated and sharp-looking Dominic Reyes. Now, on the other hand, you know, you got Yuri Prokecha, who had a beautiful UFC debut when he beat... Oh, my God, I'm forgetting his name right now. Um, it'll come to me in a second. But Yuri's striking is very unique. He beat uh, Volkom Ozdemir, that's right. So, uh, And that was in the summer in July. Uh, actually, ironically, on the UFC 251 Usman vs. Masvidal card. Anyway, uh, but, you know, it was a beautiful knockout over, you know, a, a talented and tough light heavyweight in Volkan Ozdemir. Um, you know, Yuri is 27-3-1. and and one. Uh, He's got experience, and his striking is, is good. It could pose some threats and some problems to Reyes. You know, it, it's a little bit unorthodox. Um, although he is in the orthodox stance, you know, it's a little strange. So could it pose some issues for Dominic Reyes? Yes, but could Dominic Reyes compose himself and uh, look sharp? We shall see. You know, it should be interesting to see if this fight goes to the ground, who will, you know, be more dominant there. Although I don't really think it'll go there unless either fighter gets hurt. But, I mean, the, the, it's hard to pick, and I don't even have a pick written down, which is interesting. Um, I'm going to go with Yuri just because I think that his striking is, you know, he is the favorite. Uh, his striking could pose some problems for Dominic Reyes. Now, does he get finished? I don't know. I don't know how Yuri will do in a five-round fight against Dominic Reyes. I think in a three-round fight, it could certainly be much different than a five Reyes we know can go the full distance he may be being overlooked I may be even overlooking him um you know uh, is Reyes really gonna lose three in a row too you know I don't know um Yuri only has three losses and you know even if he took a loss here I don't think it would throw him too off track from maybe climbing even higher again uh Yuri has a three inch reach advantage He's an inch shorter than Reyes. This is a tough pick to fight, but I'm going to go with Yuri. It's a little bit of an oddball, but 
and you know, for fans who don't really pay attention to the betting lines, it's surprising that Yuri's actually the favorite in this. I think to anyone, honestly, um, unless you're a heavy betting guy, maybe you would understand more. Uh, I don't even understand that well. Maybe just because of, you know, it, it, I'm not really sure. Maybe because Yuri has more fights and his last fight, and they think Reyes doesn't look at didn't look as good after his last two. But I mean, his climb to the you know championship against Shadon Jones was phenomenal. So I don't know. We shall see. It's a little bit of a um, interesting card, you know. In the co-main event in the featherweight division, we're gonna get Giga Chikatse versus Cub Swanson. This should be a good fight. I'm gonna go with Giga. I think overall he's very, very good. Cub obviously has a crazy amount of experience. He's 27 and 11. Um, you know, he, he had a little bit of a dip in his career. Not 100% sure where he's at, I think. And I hear that, you know, he, he's in a good spot and he's training very hard. Except I just think that Giga for the, you know, featherweight division, he's going to be a tough matchup for Cub Swanson. And I don't necessarily know that he gets the finish, but I think that he could definitely get a a decision win. I uh, Ewan Kudaleba in the light heavyweight division is taking on just Dustin Jacoby. I'm going to be on the side of Jacoby here. I think that his striking, as long as Jacoby doesn't, you know, gas out, I think that his striking should be a little more cleaner than Kudaleba. Kudaleba can be, you know, wild at times, but he's got the power to knock out anyone in the division. So this one should be a banger. I'm excited, but I'm on the Jacoby side. In the middleweight division, we have Sean Strickland versus Kirsov Jotko. Jotko, I was very impressed by his striking in his last fight. And Sean Strickland's a very good striker as well. This fight should be very, very good. Strickland is the favorite, but I think there's some value here on Jotko as the underdog. It's a tough fight, but I'm going to go with the upset in Jotko. I, I think there might be something there. We also have in the bantamweight division, Marab Dalashvili versus Cody Stamen. This is another great fight. Both guys, solid wrestlers. Marab pushes a phenomenal pace. And Cody Stamen's a very good striker. Marab can strike as well. Marab is a uh, 240, minus 240 underdog uh, favorite. I'm sorry. Cody Stamen, a plus 200 underdog. So, you know, Vegas is giving Dalashvili a lot of you know, credit here saying that he definitely should win this fight. I think Stamen, you know, very well could win this fight if he can get the advantage on the feet and uh, deal with Marab's pressure and keep the fight on the feet. Otherwise, I feel like Marab should be able to do enough to get the win, but it should be a good fight. You know, this is this is an interesting matchup here, but I'm going to be on the side of Marab. I think he'll, you know, find a way to continue pressure, get some takedowns when he needs it, and and find his ways through his combinations and striking. And in the women's flyweight division, you have Paulina Batello versus Luana Carolina. This should be a good fight. Uh, they do have Batello as the favorite, and that's where I will go with. She's a minus 200, 240 favorite. Luana is a plus 200 underdog, but you know, you never know. This might be one of those fights where there's an upset. You know, both fighters don't have a crazy amount of fights on their record. Eight and three for Paulina and six and two for Luana. Uh, this should be a good fight. I'm interested to see. And that is the main card. 
you know, not a crazy amount of big names, but a lot, a lot of talent, and it should be entertaining up and down. You know, I think after last week's UFC 261 pay-per-view, it's like, oh my God, how do you really, you know, replicate that ever again? Or, well, I mean, obviously there will be great pay-per-views in the future, but how do you replicate that the next week or live up to that the next week? You know, it's very hard, but I guarantee there's going to be some great fights with these fighters, even though that they don't have uh, the biggest, biggest names. And uh, I'm not going to really talk about the prelims. Um, I'll probably recap some of the ones that catch my eye. So that was episode 59, UFC Fight Night Rays versus Prokecha preview. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'll catch you guys soon.